अब पूरी फैमिली एक साथ श्री राम कथा का आनंद ले सकती है सिर्फ चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप पर जानिए श्री राम के बचपन से लेकर दशानन वध तक का सफर सरल रामायण घर के सभी सदस्यों के लिए आज ही डाउनलोड करें चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप एप्पल या गूगल प्ले स्टोर से The Return Home. The children sailed on the ship, all donned pirate clothes cut off at the knee, with the true nautical roll and hitching their trousers. Peter was the captain. Nibs and John were first and second mate. There was a woman aboard. The rest were tars before the mast. Captain Pan calculated. After consulting the ship's chart, that if this weather lasted, they should strike the Azores about the twenty-first of June. After which, it would save time to fly. While back at the Darlings' home, Mrs. Darling was sorrowful. She had no idea that the nursery's lawful occupants were on their way home. All the beds were aired. Mrs. Darling never left the house, and the window was left open. The only change to be seen in the night nursery was that between nine and six, the kennel is no longer there. When the children flew away, Mr. Darling felt that all the blame was his for having chained Nana up, and that from first to last she had been wiser than him. He went down on all fours and crawled into the kennel. In the bitterness of his remorse, he swore. that he would never leave the kennel until his children came back very touching was his defense to nana he would not let her come into the kennel but on all other matters he followed her wishes implicitly on that eventful thursday week mrs darling was in the night nursery awaiting mr darling's return home she fell asleep suddenly she started up calling their names and there was no one in the room but nana oh nana i dreamt my dear ones had come back nana had filmy eyes but all she could do was to put her paw gently on her mistress's lap mr darling also came back and settled in the nursery the children were supposed to enter through the open window it was expected for them to return But it is not they who have flown in; it is Peter and Tinkerbell. Quick, Tink! Peter whispered. Close the window, bar it. That's right. Now you and I must get away by the door. And when Wendy comes, she will think her mother has barred her out, and she will have to go back with me. Instead of feeling that he was behaving badly, he danced with glee. Then he peeped into the day nursery to see who was playing a tune. He whispered to Tink, "It's Wendy's mother." He did not know the tune, which was "Home Sweet Home," but he knew it was saying, "Come back, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy," and he cried exultantly, "You will never see Wendy again, lady, for the window is barred." He peeped in again to see why the music had stopped, and now he saw 
that Mrs. Darling had laid her head on the box and that two tears were sitting on her eyes. She wants me to unbar the window, thought Peter. But I won't, not I. The reason was so simple. I'm fond of her too. We can't both have her, lady. But the lady would not make the best of it and he was unhappy. Oh, all right, he said at last and gulped. Then he unbarred the window. Come on, Tink, he cried with a frightful sneer at the laws of nature. We don't want any silly mothers. And he flew away. Thus Wendy and John and Michael found the window open for them after all, which of course was more than they deserved. They alighted on the floor, quite unashamed of themselves, and the youngest one had already forgotten his home. John, he said, looking around him doubtfully. I think I've been here before. Of course you have, you silly. There's your old bed. So it is, Michael said, but not with much conviction. I say, cried John, the kennel. And he dashed across to look into it. Perhaps Nana's inside it, Wendy said. But John whistled. Hello, he said. There's a man inside it. It's father, exclaimed Wendy. Let me see father, Michael begged eagerly. But... Mr. Darling was asleep. Wendy and John had been taken aback somewhat at finding their father in the kennel. It is very careless of mother, said that young John, not to be here when we come back. It was then that Mrs. Darling began playing again. It's mother, cried Wendy peeping. So it is, said John. Oh dear, exclaimed Wendy with her first real twinge of remorse. It was quite time we came back. Let's creep in, John suggested, and put our hands over her eyes. But Wendy, who saw that they must break the joyous news more gently, had a better plan. Let us all slip into our beds and be there when she comes in, just as if we had never been away. And so... When Mrs. Darling went back to the night nursery to see if her husband was asleep, all the beds were occupied. The children waited for her cry of joy, but it did not come. She saw them, but she did not believe they were there. She saw them in their beds so often in her dreams that she thought this was just the dream hanging around her. She sat down in the chair by the fire where in the old days she had nursed them. They could not understand this, and a cold fear fell upon all three of them. Mother! cried Wendy. That's Wendy! she said, but she still was sure it was a dream. Mother! That's John! she said. Mother! cried Michael. That's Michael! She said, and she stretched out her arms for the three little children. Her arms would never envelop again. Yes, they did. They went round Wendy and John and Michael, who had slipped out of bed and run to her. George, George, she cried when she could speak. 
and Mr. Darling walked to share her bliss and Nana came rushing in. There could not have been a lovelier sight, but there was none to see it except a little boy who was staring in at the window.